What's up design family and welcome back to another episode of Fit Design TV. As always, so glad to have you lovely folks back on the channel. On today's episode, I'll be running you guys through how you as a up and coming fashion brand can get to know the performance of your products if you are working with a wholesaler, a distributor or a retailer. So let's set the stage. You've just finished your first collection and you have a couple of exciting retailers lined up that are willing to carry your product. And now you have your product in hands of your retailer. Over the next couple of months, what do you need to do in order to be conscious of how your products are performing and ultimately how customers are receiving your products? And then lastly, how the retail store or the department store is actually projecting and actually showcasing your products. As we know, creating a brand is half the battle and creating and designing quality pieces is also another part of that battle. But when it comes to reaching the end customer, especially if you're relying on retailers to do that job for you or a part of that job for you. Well, you need to make sure that they, as the end point of your journey towards the customer, are projecting and displaying your brand correctly. So on this episode, I'll run you through how you should approach this as a up and coming fashion entrepreneur. Getting a weekly or a monthly sales report from the retailer you're working with is only half the battle. You need to be very conscious of how customers are perceiving your brand. In order to do this, the simplest way is actually to conduct store visits. When you conduct store visits, you want first and foremost to double check the display. How are your products being displayed? Are your products front and center? Are they visible to customers? Are they in areas of high traffic or are they just stored away somewhere that is out of sight, out of mind? At the same time, when it comes to how the outfits of your collection are being displayed, are they being mixed and matched correctly? Have the retailers followed your specific instructions on how to present your products? Are they mixing and matching your products between collections? Are they also mixing and matching incorrectly when it comes to colorways? You need to make sure that the way that the products are being displayed is in line with your vision. A poorly put together outfit can be detrimental to your brand because people often don't think in specifics. They don't think, oh, that's a great top or that's a great bottom. They think, oh, that is a great outfit. So making sure that you're mixing and matching your outfits correctly and you're displaying them as such is going to be a key part of selling the brand and showcasing it in a more holistic way. A simple fix to this is just to go up to the salesperson, tell them this should go with this, perhaps provide them with a guide sheet that showcases how the products should be mixed and matched. That way, if they consistently want to be updating the collections or what is on display, you have some sort of cheat sheet that they can follow. They know these colors go with this, these styles go with this, these are no-nos, and these are probably the way that they should continue. Second, don't be shy. Go ahead and ask the salespeople that are working the floor specifically for their feedback. At the end of the day, you're not spending eight hours, 10 hours a day on the sales floor, interacting and communicating with customers. Sure, you may have conceived the brand, you may have designed the products, and you may have actually produced the products. But when it comes to the interactions with customers, the salespeople that are there are going to have the best feedback to give you. Ask them what are the pieces that get the highest amount of praise and which are the pieces that get the most recurring amounts of criticism. Take stock of what the praise is and what are some recurring themes that you see. If you see that certain colorways are being rejected or are not as popular, ask why. What is the customer experiencing? Is it a matter of they can't find anything else in the store to mix and match with? Is it just a nature of the product itself not projecting that colorway well? 
let the customers or incentivize your salespeople to ask the right questions. Also, when it comes to praise, look at the recurring features and the recurring themes of what is consistently being praised. If your product quality is being praised, if the way that it's being presented is being praised, if the sizing and the fitting is being praised, well, that is something to take note of and to carry on into forward or future collections. If you want to have a more objective evaluation of how the store is performing, well, then you could consider hiring mystery shoppers. Mystery shoppers are going to pose as unknowns and as random people. They're going to go into the store and they're going to be able to evaluate the sales experience for you through a set of criteria that you can set beforehand or they can suggest. Why is this so incredibly valuable? Because as the owner of the brand, you're going to get a biased response from the management and the people working the sales floor. They know you and they know how to respond to you. This is what they do for a living. But when it comes to a mystery shopper, this could be anyone. This could be a kid. This could be a mother. It could be anyone and everyone at the same time. And they're much more likely to get a genuine and authentic representation of what the average customer is experiencing with this retail display. This is vital because it is a key way of distinguishing whether your lack of performance is because of the products themselves or a poor sales experience that the store is offering. Next up, a great way to consistently take the feedback of your customers is by conducting surveys. And there's going to be a couple of different key opportunities for you to actually get your customers to participate in these surveys. The first is going to be an in-store survey. My recommendation would be print them out, make them physical copies, make them easy to fill out, easy to understand, not too long, not too short, keep them close by the register and offer pens and pencils. That way your customers are incentivized to go ahead and fill in the questionnaire. You can also consider having a digital, very easy to use form on your website or on your social media, either as a link or as a scannable QR code. Use a form like Google Forms or SurveyMonkey to be able to put something together that's super simple to use. At the end of the day, we're all on our phones and we are able to interact effectively with these questionnaires on our phones. This gives you the added benefit of being able to analyze the data quite quickly after it's been collected versus an, an analog format like a checklist or a physical questionnaire card. Here, you have all of the answers recorded and you can plot them through using charts and other statistical data that is allowing you or that is going to allow you to analyze trends in your customer's feedback consistently. You can also consider sending them a follow-up email after they made a purchase to fill in the questionnaire via email. Again, this can be a survey monkey, this can be a Google Forms, whatever it is and whatever is easiest for you and your internal team to diagnose and to analyze, whatever is easy for the end customer to actually go through with as little hassle as possible. They're going to be more incentivized to do this, especially if they had a good or a bad experience. So bear in mind, if you are generally generating a poor customer experience, this is going to highlight that for you. And you want to make sure that the questionnaire is giving you insights into why certain decisions are being made. So it shouldn't just highlight to you that you have a poor customer service experience. Why is that happening? What is the nature and where is the source of your problems? At the same time, they're having a positive experience. It should be able to highlight to you what are the sources of this positivity? Is it the product? Is it the shipping time? Is it the quality? Is it the unboxing experience? Make sure that your customers, your questions are designed in a way to actually uncover that. Last but not least is a review system on your website where they can rate it with zero to five stars or one out of 10 and leave a short comment. What I also like to see from brands is give your customers the ability to leave a picture. Let them showcase themselves in the product. This is going to help do two things. One, it's going to get them excited, especially if they like the product because it's going to allow them to showcase themselves in your product. 
the same time, it's going to help you build up social proof, showcasing to potential customers that others have already bought the products and they love them. You can do this by actually showcasing the reviews of your previous customers directly on your website. Also, it gives the opportunity to potential customers to see how certain items fit on regular people, not just on the models and not just on the bodybuilder fitness models that you have ready to go for your product shoot. So last but not least, let's go through some potential questions that you can use to craft the foundation of your questionnaire. First, you definitely wanna ask, was it easy to shop with us? And these kinds of questions give the option to rate from yes or like very bad to great. Give them tangible ways of evaluating the process. Try to make it so that the answers that they could potentially provide are clear, but also not overly convoluted. If you're gonna pick multiple questions or a sort of slider type response, make sure that each of these steps is something that they can relate to. Also, try not to keep open-ended questions where it encourages customers to write whole essays when it's not quite necessary. This can either turn off a bunch of customers or it can also lead to overly complicated questions which are very difficult for you to analyze in terms of the responses. Next, you wanna ask, did you find what you needed? Because asking that question is going to ensure that number one, you actually have the right products on hand, whether it's the right product, whether it's the right colorway, whether it's the right sizing. And if you don't, what was missing? Was it the wrong sizing? Was it the wrong colorway? You also want to ask them how satisfied they were with their purchase. Make sure that if you have a negative review, like a very, very negative review, it's zero. Try to give the option to give a reason for this. If you have a very positive review as well, give a follow-up question that asks them why or how did you experience this. Next up, you want to ask your customers, how well did we understand what you were looking for and what you wanted? This is going to showcase the customers that you value what their needs are and you are always actively working towards fulfilling those needs. And if you haven't met those needs, they're going to let you know about it and it's going to give you some key insight on how to fix it. Similarly, you want to ask, how well did we communicate with you? Communication when it comes to a customer and brand experience is key. Customer wants to feel that they're being heard, they want to feel that they're being supported and ultimately understood. If the customer does not feel that they can communicate with the brand, this is going to leave them in a difficult position. Think of any transaction, especially a financial transaction, as a exchange of value, where the customer is giving you some value for the value up front. Because they believe in the value that they're receiving so much, both from a product standpoint and a brand equity standpoint, they're going to want to know that if push comes to shove, if they have an issue, that they can communicate with you, that they can resolve any issues that may arise. A key question is also to ask them, would you recommend us to a friend? Most businesses are going to be able to get a tremendous amount of additional customers simply through word of mouth. If your customers have had a good experience, this question alone will get them to think, oh, maybe I should refer this brand to my friends. This person would love a product from this store. Just by putting that question in there, it's a kickstart into a great word of mouth campaign without adding a single dollar onto your marketing budget. Last but not least, make sure to ask, how can we improve in the future? Asking how we can improve in the future not only gives you the insights in terms of what is necessary for you to improve, but also it's a great showcase to customers that you are phenomenally interested in continuously updating your brand, updating the customer experience, updating the product and how it functions, how it performs, how it looks. 
This is a great way to show your customers that you're in it for the long haul and that you truly value their unique feedback. Well, guys, that is it. That is a wrap on this episode. This has been my key tips on how you as a brand can understand your retailers, how you can understand how your customers are interpreting your product. This is especially key in a world that we live in, which is totally e-commerce, right? As a brand, we are always setting up through a website, but we may want that added bit of distribution. We may want that added outlet of putting our products in stores, but we may be worried about how those stores are going to treat our products and how they're going to portray our brand. Having this as a toolkit or a tool, a set of tools in your toolkit is going to be key to allowing you to continuously maintain a pulse on how your products are performing, how your sales reps are performing in terms of how they represent your brand, and ultimately, if XYZ retailer was the right choice for your brand or if you need to evaluate other options. Well, guys, that is it. That is a wrap on this episode. This has been my key tips on how you as a fashion brand can actually look at the retailers that you're working with and evaluate. Are they, have they been the right choice for my brand? Are they representing my brand correctly? Sure, as a brand in the 21st century, in 2023, you're obviously going direct to customer through your website, but having additional outlets is not something that you should write off altogether. The key and the top brands out there distribute with retailers and this is something should you have the opportunity you should consider as well but now you have the tools to actively evaluate is retailer xyz the right partner for my brand and if so why and if not why not if you guys enjoyed this episode please consider smashing a massive thumbs up and if you guys find yourself in a similar position where you have the potential to partner with a retailer and you want my personal experience my personal opinion you can check the link in the description i offer one-on-one -on -one consultation calls and i can tailor my response specifically to your brand so check the link in the description i have limited slots every single week and i would love to speak with you guys from the very bottom of my heart thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of fit design tv until next week's episode stay healthy